بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إمام النووي's Riyad al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi, wa man wa alahu min kitab, riyadu salihin li sayyidina al-imam al-Nawi rahimahullahu ta'ala, wa nafa'ana bi'ulumi fil-darin, ameen, ila anqal, hadith number 113. An-Ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma, this narrator by Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, قال كان عمر يدخلني مع الشيخ بدر فكأن بعضهم وجد في نفسه. So let's say Umar that used to bring me to the gatherings where the elders uh, who had fought in the battle of Badr were present. And it was if that some of them had something in their heart for me despite my young age being there. فقال لي ما يدخل هذا معنا ولنا أبناء مثله. So one of them said, why is this one present with us when we have children who are similar to him? فَقَالَ عُمَرْ إِنَّهُ مَنْ هَيْثُ عَلَمْتُمْ And then Sayyidina Umar replied, you know well where he comes from. يعني, he's from the house of prophethood. فَدَعَانِي ذَاتِ يَوْمًا فَدَخَلْنِي مَعْهُمْ So on one occasion is that he summoned me and he asked that I be present. فَمَا رَأَيْتُ أَنَّهُ دَعَانِي يَوْمَيْنًا إِلَّا لِيُرِيُوهُمْ Is that it was clear to me that he had summoned me to be there because he wanted to demonstrate to them what it is that the reason he was doing this. قَالَ مَا تَقُولُونَ فِي قَوْلِ اللَّهِ So that he asked them that what do you all say about the surat, the following verse. إِذَا جَاءَ النَّصْرَ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ That when the victory of Allah comes and the opening. فَقَالَ بَعْضُمْ أُمِرْنَا نَحْمَدُ اللَّهُ وَنَسْتَغْفِرُهُ إِذَا نَصَرْنَا وَفَتَحَ لَيْنَا He said that we have been commanded to praise Allah, to seek His forgiveness, if that we are victorious and that we receive an opening. وَسَكَتَ بَعْضُمْ فَلَمْ يُقُلْ شَيْنَ Some of them didn't say anything. فَقَالَ لِي And of course Ibn Abbas is the one narrating. He says, then Omar said to me, is this is what you say, that Ibn Abbas, he said that no. He said, well then, what do you say about this? This indicates is that the Prophet was going to pass. Allah Ta'ala is informing him of this. So when the victory of Allah comes in the opening, this verse is a sign of the Prophet's return to Allah. So glorify the praises of your Lord and seek his forgiveness. Indeed, that he's ever forgiving. So Umar said, may Allah be pleased with him. Is that I have no other explanation except yours. This is a hadith narrated in Al-Bukhari. So that in this hadith that we start to learn about the merit of knowledge and that 
one of the reasons that Imam Nawi includes it in this particular chapter, because keep in mind that this is the chapter on that being encouraged to increase in good deeds in the latter part of someone's life. And according to Ibn Abbas, this verse is an indication that the Prophet was going to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, and his purpose was here to convey the message and to guide people to Islam. And after this verse was revealed, the Prophet used to say often, Subhanakallahumma bihamdika Allahumma ghfirli. And this is a way of glorifying Allah and praising Him and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive Him. And we know that someone's merit is not just determined by their age. Of course, is that our Prophet taught us to respect our elders and to have mercy with younger people. However, that if someone has knowledge and someone has that wisdom, they even know that they are young, that they should, that their counsel should be sought. And we know that there were people in Islamic history like Imam Shafi who were already giving formal legal opinion while they were still teenagers. And they might have been more knowledgeable than people that were in their 40s or even in their 50s. And this is something very important that we all recognize. And this indicates the great station of Ibn Abbas. And he was someone who learned tafsir directly from the Prophet but then learned a lot of tafsir from the gate to the city of knowledge, from Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib. And he was the Tarjuman al-Qur'an. And one of his other epithets was al-Bahr, the ocean. Because he had so much knowledge. He was an ocean of knowledge. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah. And Sayyidina Umar, of course, was someone who was very intelligent. And he was someone who was extremely wise and very sagacious. And he would gather people. This is another benefit that we learn is that in this gathering there's been referred to here of the Ash-Shaykh Badr, the elders who had fought in the battle of Badr. He would gather them to take counsel with them, to talk to them about important matters, to see what their opinion was on certain things. And he would bring Ibn Abbas. But then in this one instance, that someone's wondering, basically, why is he here? We have children. right? What is different about him in that our children? And this, is, of course, is a human thing. But Sayyidina Umar defended Ibn Abbas because he was different. He's from where you know, i.e., he's from the prophetic household, which is the source of knowledge. And that the that source of uh, opinions that are going to be correct, opinions that are going to be radiant. And so this is something that you and I all want to think about, is that we all want to have people around us that give us good advice and sincere advice. And as Sayyidina Bakr told the Sahaba when he became the Khalifa, is that if I go astray, then straighten me out. And if that I'm upright and I'm doing what I should be, assist me. And how can I? All of us need this in our lives, in our own personal lives, in our family lives, in our communal lives. And so then the proof of this one day that, again, this shows the intelligence of Sayyidina Omar. If you really look at what Sayyidina Omar does, he's very calculated. He wants to teach people lessons. He wants to 
that show people that how to do things. He wants to establish principles. You see this throughout that his life, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, and um, that heard our teachers mention this was due to the severe mujahad that Sina Omar did. Before becoming Muslim, we all know what he was trying to do. He was actually going to take the life of the Prophet But then he becomes Muslim. And he was someone that had a jahariyah and would that struggle with himself intensely. And as a result, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted him inspirational knowledge, gifted him intense wisdom. And um, we know that our Prophet said that indeed from my ummah there are muhaddathun, a mulhamun. From among my ummah there are those who receive inspiration. When Umar is from them. But the scholars mentioned this is a fruit of his spiritual struggle and what it is he used to do. And so he asked them about this verse, And then the next verse is, and you see people entering in large groups to the deen of Allah. This shows us, one, what is the meaning of nasr and fat? What is the meaning of victory and opening? It's people entering into this deen. And what happened after that verse was revealed is that many people entered into Islam after the sulh, the armistice of Hudaybiyah. And then that we learn the etiquettes of how it is that we're supposed to be when we receive openings, when there is victory. And so that um, the Ashaykh of Badr gave a more outward interpretation of it and said that this is a khitab and an address for the entire ummah. That Ibn Abbas that saw it a little bit deeper. He said this indicates is that the Prophet was going to pass soon because his purpose here wasn't to come and remain on earth. His purpose was to come and to convey the message and then to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what he saw in this verse. And this is, it was confirmed by Sayyidina Umar. And thus, people realize that, okay, despite his young age, he is someone that is special. And look at this adab, though, that we're taught. Glorify the praises of your Lord and seek his forgiveness in no kanadawaba. And we can still put this into practice. Uh, even if the first one to be addressed by this verse is our Prophet that any time that things work out for us, that we're given any manifestation of victory or any type of opening, instead of attributing it to ourselves, that we glorify the praises of our Lord. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Him and we seek His forgiveness. What a beautiful deen we have. As opposed to people gloating and being impressed with themselves and talking about their accolades. And da, 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 da. It's the opposite. That we praise our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala and thank Him. And then in terms of our own selves, we recognize that we actually fell short. Even if we were given victory, even if we had received an opening, we don't see it as anything that we've done. It's ultimately from Allah. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq to put these blessed ahadith into practice. And may Allah fill our hearts with light through them through the blessed verses that we are learning. Ya Arhamar Rahmin, and bless us with Kamar and Mutaba of Sayyidina Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Muhammad, and Adihi, and Sahabi Wasallam, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.
Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full time, part time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.